Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Hey, everybody. Adam, playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Like, that's good. I'm getting feedback from someone's end. (laughs) I don't think it was mine. Uh, That was me. I am so sorry. Adam. (laughs) This was going to be a flawless episode if it wasn't. Yeah, we got so far into it, like 30 seconds, and I fucked it up. Uh, you know, it's like baseball. We Sometimes it's so just better to like, you know, have the dream of the perfect game die early. Yeah, Let's keep you yeah. focused. <laughs> Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. And Jay playing the Drow Elf Druid Vamaris. Hey guys. Hey Jay. Did that, um, did that sound at all like Jay? Because um, no. not really. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah. So Vimeris, uh, I'm afraid, is uh, indisposed at the moment. He's uh, well, Jay in is indisposed at the moment, and Vimeris oh, yeah, probably Jay. will be too. Yeah. No, Jay is in the bathroom having tummy troubles. That's not so. true. <laughs> Don't. It could I can be. say what I want. I can say what I want. He's he's not here for the stream. <laughs> Um, but he may, who knows, he might join us later. Uh, until then, um, yeah, Vimeris is, uh, will be played by yours truly this evening, the understudy. So that's, it's me. Um, also we, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have an announcement. Oh, Adam. Good. I'm glad that you told me about the announcement right now instead of (laughs) pre, I just, I just found out about it on Twitter. So it's like just a oh. new thing. I couldn't have told you before. Yeah, I didn't know it. about it. I am at the Association of Writers and Writing Programs Conference in Portland right now. And at the book fair today, Plays in Verse, the publisher of my book, just sold out of my book. Ooh, That's awesome. Isn't that sweet? That's about- that is amazing. Thank you very much. And as a reminder, that book is called The Last Thing I'll Ever Write, Part 1, and you can purchase it anywhere. Well, not really anywhere, but like online. If you look I'm forward. desperately swiping what? my credit card in the air around me, attempting to purchase this book. Yeah, I... Sh- I uh, no, not so far. Yeah, keep trying. Sometimes it's... Uh, it might be your card. <laughs> yeah, did you slide it in? It might be the chip. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I just ruined a monitor. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but that was a, an exciting no, little tweet to see. Perfect. No, perfect. Yeah, no, we, we yeah, Adam, Adam is, uh, Adam is doing amazing things. The world is getting some vitamin A. You know what I'm saying? Gross. Like, <laughs> no. I but just, accurate, I, I, I just have an announcement. Accurate, right? Just, just bear with us, everybody. It's, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting evening. <laughs> it's one of those nights. Someone gave Andy caffeine. <laughs> 
Oh God, help us out! Uh, any other sort of announcements from anyone? Lena, what do you got going on in your life? I'm just very busy with school. Ah, uh, okay, cool. That is That's... the worst announcement I've ever heard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I don't do improv like you. <laughs> You've listened to some of the back episodes. You've heard early Goats and Dragons Andy announcements. That is not the worst announcement you've ever heard. <laughs> Certainly not the worst announcement. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Unless we're going with like hearing as perception, not sensation, and you just blanked those all out. That's true, too. Uh, so anyway, with that, let's begin tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Previously on Goats and Dragons. The party talked Burbage out of the Goholnian army, but probably enlisted Meepus into it. And Charity and Stormbringer were healed of curses, the Rakshasas and a vampiric one, respectively, by a kind old man with a fat beagle. The family then snuck out of the camp and onto the road east, making their way along the winding cliffs of the Bovalian Mountains, embracing against the cold winds and snows. The party settled into a cave for the night, looking down on the Emerald Falls encampment in the valley. That night, Vomeris and Burbage witnessed some voices and strangers on the road who seemed to be interested in the party's path down to the hidden cave. However, before they could do or say anything about it, they got caught up in a bit of whoopsieberry drama. The next morning, the entire entrance to the small cavern was covered in doom lilies, and snow was gently falling on only the flowers. Vomeris blew away a swath of them, making doom lilies rain down on the encampment miles below. In a few days pass on the road through the mountains, the group passed several pilgrims heading toward the falls and a horse and a carriage that looked quite familiar. Upon closer inspection, they found Lord Braywalt had become entirely a wooden statue. Then they set the horse free and burned the statue and carriage. Later on the road, a band of Goliaths caught up to the party. They seemed to have been hunting them for quite some time. The leader of this band, Mountain Splitter, appears to be the half-sister of Stormbringer, who herself is slowly coaxed out from hiding under her hood. Apparently, there had been a coup in a structure of the Goliath hierarchy, and a relative peace through unification had been threatened unless Stormbringer returns to take back her mother's throne. Others, however, including a former lover, Dawnbreaker, knows the threat that Stormbringer poses to the new clan in charge. And so Stormbringer is being hunted. Add it to the list, am I right? <laughs> Burpage. <laughs> but it looks like the path the family took to the falls was the correct one, and they seem to have avoided Dawnbreaker entirely. 
If Mountain Splitter cannot persuade her sister to return to the Goliath tribe, then she will help her on her own path with her new family. The small band of Goliaths now escort the family quickly toward Cliff Mill. Soon, the family has made their way out of the mountains and into Bovalia proper. The countryside has far fewer trees than Goholnia, though its gently rolling hills are lush with green grasses and shrubs. Sheep and cattle roam the countryside, being watched over by young shepherds and large dogs. Even in this climate, the Goliaths are adept at finding food, water, and shelter, though they certainly make an impression on whomever they pass. The party makes amazing time rolling like thunder down the mountains toward the small coastal town of Cliff Mill. One night, in celebration of Roeburn's glorious life and brief demise, the party drank quite a lot. Especially Vimaris, who had uh, intended to turn into a cat but instead turned into a chicken who thinks he's a cat. He seems to still be tipsy as the chicken now wanders around the camp, tripping over things every once in a while. What would the party like to do? You're still a day or two out from Cliff Mill, making really good time with the Goliath Riders. Is there, is there like an open campfire in the camp? There is. Uh, Chair is going to walk forward, scoop up Chicken Vimaris, Chicken Cat Vimaris, and yeah. kind of try to perch the bird on Charity's shoulder. He purrs. That's extremely disquieting. Um, okay, but at least you're not going to wander into a fire. How does how does Burbage seem? How does Burbage seem? Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so this is the is this the morning after the the Roburn memorial service? Sure. Yeah. Um, Everyone hmm. seems a bit hungover, including the Goliaths. It's yeah, that's interesting. I um, I feel like yeah, Burbage. Even during the celebration the night before. Um, has been acting pretty strange, I would say, and like, and a new kind of strange, maybe. I think what's, I think what I'll say is, and I, I hope this is okay with you, Andy. I think that yeah. um, Burbage insisted on not drinking around everybody, and was and made like a really big deal out of. Like, like not having to drink, um, and like, I'm great. I'll be the designated sober person. <laughs> um, that being said, um, he has definitely been acting like shifty all night, and like has been kind of. If anybody was watching him, he's been um, uh, like kind of going off on his own every once in a while um, and coming back like really 
happy, like just really like cheerful. And that like maybe peaks and valleys like that, like then like sitting by the fire for a while and then getting like maybe kind of agitated and depressed and then going off. And um, when he comes back, he's all cheerful again. That probably happened a handful of times over the course of the night. So so I feel like charity with now chicken Vimeris, chicken cat Vimeris um, up on his shoulder is going to kind of come over and sit down next to Burbage. And like, How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Charity. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Is it morning? I guess. <laughs> Charity is going to look at the, I assume, somewhat evident daylight. Yes, it's morning. Right, yeah. I just, I didn't know if maybe we'd slept in a bit, you know, after last night. Yeah. But... I guess, you know, with the, the way these Goliaths drink and keep down their alcohol, we're really riding at a fast pace right now. They all weigh, like, over 300 pounds. It makes yeah. sense that... Oh, God, my head. Ugh. I just... You seem a little... Great? And down. Well, that would be the up, yes, but also down sometimes. And I just wanted to see how you were doing. Downs? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Aside from the fact that life itself tends to be kept, you know, uh, comprised of a series of alternating ups and downs. If you envisioned it as some kind of gigantic contraption that you could ride on in some kind of cart. You could say that sometimes the cart is going up, 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 and then suddenly it can go down, down, down. And then and then it might go around a corner and bend, and then goes up, 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 up some more, and then down really fast. I call this the up and down contraption. <laughs> That sounds like an idea you should have pitched to Williford Woe. Oh yeah, maybe. That's a good that's a good idea. But my point is though, that life can be a real up and down contraption sometimes. <laughs> it's really hard to like continue with the somewhat serious line of thought that I've had in my head when I'm now dealing with this like D D focused description of a roller coaster. Um <laughs> And I'm like, it seems to me that you've uh, the the the, the uh, peaks and valleys of this strange, perhaps Farnival-centric machine that you describe have been a lot closer together since the falls. I mean, maybe I guess I don't know. Life is just life, man. Uh, yeah, the falls, right? That was interesting. Um, I guess, you know, it's kind of interesting that I wanted to forget something, and then I did, and it kind of feels a lot better, but in other ways, it kind of doesn't. That's kind of interesting, right? Bitch, hmm. do you remember our argument in Federo? Yeah, yeah, I think. I Wait, know. we had multiple arguments. Which one are you referring to? I know what it 
is to bear the weight of an unknown sin. You think that's what I wanted to forget, was some kind of sin that I committed? I suspect so. Do you know what it is? Tell me. Tell me, Charity. No, don't tell me. God damn it. No, tell me. What did I What did I do? Did I tell you? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Please tell me. <laughs> I wish to respect your wishes to forget things, but I will say this. I, I certainly do not know and have never known all of the details of whatever your sins or crimes may have been. But I'll tell you the same thing that I told you that night. I believe in redemption. And anything that I've ever known about you, anything that you've ever told me, I still chose to call you my family. And I'll also tell you what I told Behelet. There is good in you. Quite a lot of it. It... Sometimes you get in your own way with it, but... I have never had any doubt that you're a good person, Burbage. It's hard. It's hard not knowing what it is that you did, and it must... I can only imagine it adds a certain weight to knowing that you tried to forget it, whereas I just don't know it, but... Whatever you did, whatever you forgot, whatever you didn't do, it matters what you do going forward. Redemption is real and possible, and I do believe and have always believed, and nothing you have ever told me about yourself, whether you chose to forget it or not, has ever made me doubt that you're a good person. We're here if you need help. Including cat chicken, Vimeris. Um, <clears throat> during all of that, Burbage... I mean, at first I think he was looking at you, Charity, but um, um, pretty early on he... Uh, would just start he would have started just staring into the uh fire um very intently um and yeah definitely listening to you but um not not looking at you um and i guess yeah he'd uh after a pause um say um Well, Charity, you know what? I, you know, I appreciate that. And, um, consider you family too. And you also, Cat Chicken Vimeris. Is he gonna block? Come on, just have him block, Andy. No, he does nothing. <laughs> oh, god damn I'm gonna kind of shrug the of shoulder. Of course, it's Vimeris. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shrug the shoulder that he's sitting on, just to try to provoke a reaction. Flaps its wings. Even as a cat chicken, Vimeris is emotionally withholding. That is (laughs) very fitting. Um, I guess my real 
concern is that if what I did in the past was so bad that somebody as awesome as me couldn't bear to remember it, then it must have been so bad as to maybe be irredeemable. And what's worse is that I am a fucking idiot for thinking that just forgetting about it would solve the problem. Here I am, and I feel more confused than ever in my life. And I don't even know what I'm confused about. I mean, if I could go back and not go into that waterfall, I think I would. Because if there's one thing I've learned from you and Stormbringer and Cat Chicken Vimaris, (laughs) all right, it's something about being intentional about one's life and about one's inner horizons. Yeah, that sounds right. But it's hard to be intentional about it when you fucking made yourself forget it. I'm gonna pat Burbage sort of on the shoulder, like, to be fair, I suspect that at least 80% of that wish might have come from the fact that you weren't really focused on what the falls did as much as trying to fuck with Meepus. Yeah, I also, I thought that Meepus was... (laughs) was the guy in the falls. (laughs) I got real confused. (laughs) Look at it this way. I don't believe that any sin is irredeemable. To answer to that, two, part of the reason that you were doing that was probably you were distracted with trying to mess with Meepus. Three, I think you can move forward even with having forgotten it. And four, I'm pretty sure that you've managed to get Meepus forcibly conscripted into the Goholnian army. That was not my doing. Remember, that was Vimaris. Right, Vimaris? He nods his head and kind of... He's on Charity's shoulders, right? Yeah. Yeah, he'll kind of peck at your horn. I only have one left, and now I remember that the one that I used to have was the one that had the little dangly jewelry on it. (laughs) I sort of pat the horn stump. Mm. Uh, I miss that. But look at it this way. Mission accomplished. Apis is probably miserable serving in the army. I wish I could throw Meepus into a fire. If a chicken could laugh like a cat, that's what Vimeris is doing right now. I'm just pr- picturing a chicken the making the sound like of, the, of like a hairball. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. I want to watch him burn. Uh, 
Anyway, that was fun last night. Looks like the Goliaths are getting ready to ride. Let's go. Let's travel and adventure. Cliff Mill Ho! Oh, Sister Stormbringer, uh, what, what did the little weak one want to forget? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember, but I don't think I'm supposed to go around telling people. I think oh, it's, cool. I think it's secrets. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. That's fine. Yeah, sorry, but it's, it's bad. It's kind of like my thing, but I didn't want to forget it. I just wanted to remember Robert. Yeah, do you think do you think the people with weak muscles also have weak minds? I mean, yeah, a lot of the time they do. They're just that's these right. tiny little people, so their brains are smaller, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think he I does. Can can I can I hear? No, this? but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not whispering at all. You just you just see Charity stick up a middle finger. <laughs> Rude. But, I mean. Yeah, that was a little rude. But they don't no charity and Burbage and even even Vimeris as a chicken, they're not they're not weak minded. They're very strong. That's why I love them. They're just weak oh. physics. Even the chicken one. Yeah. Usually he's not so much of a chicken. Usually <laughs> he's a cat. Or a person even. Yeah. Out of curiosity, go away. Um, is Charity's middle finger wooden? No, this is on the hand that uh, that wasn't. Uh... <laughs> okay, gotcha. Also, can I just say thank you, Andy, for the deep satisfaction it provided me that the cursed item I sold him ended up ending him. <laughs> well, yeah. some combination of that and a fire. <laughs> yeah. No, you. That was a good win. Um, Fuck the nobility. <laughs> all right. Uh, the the Goliaths, um, especially your sister Stormbringer Mountain Splitter, uh, says that um, they're going to have to return to the mountains, but um, pretty soon. But but Cliff Mills should just um, be sort of sloping down the hills toward the toward the sea now. Um, and if you wanted to, they could they could see you into the town. Um, but she thought you were at this point good enough to go the rest of the way on your own, uh, and that she has a lot of work to do, especially if you're not coming back at the moment. Yeah, no. If you guys need to go, then I understand. We'll be okay. Thank you for the escort, and it was. It was kind of nice getting to know you. Maybe, maybe someday I'll find a chance to talk to you. Oh, that would be great. Um, thank you for showing me Kundu. Yeah. Just a couple a couple days before on the road. Yeah, you you played Kundu with her and you won, but uh, she put up a good fight. Oh, so I burned a lot of healing spells that day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and one of the other Goliaths kind of comes over to you, Stormbringer, and puts his hand across his chest and says, What could we call you? You are like a queen or a, a, a chief or a... What would you like to be called to us? Oh, I'm just, I'm just Snowstorm Cloud. 
Snow, Snow Queen. Okay. I'll call you Snow Queen. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Uh, and he kind of seems to tell this to some of the others, and then each of them sort of puts their hand on their chest and mm, Snow Queen, Snow Queen. Mm. Uh, and um, your sister then brings over the lantern. Um, that she'd showed you. Uh, she called it your mother's fire. Um, and she said, would you would you prefer to have the fire or, or should I take it back with me? I think it belongs with, with other Goliaths. She was always, you know, very into Goliaths. So, uh, yeah. so very, you should take wise. it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, well, just down the hills, then. Um, you should you should see Cliff Mill just ahead. A day's hard ride. Uh, two if you take it slow. Thank you. We are very honored to have escorted you so far, and if you ever do need of us again, um, I, I may be a bit busy, but I, I'm sure I could send a few of, of my best writers. Yeah, I hope I get a chance just to see you guys again. Thank you for thank you for the escort. It was nice being around Goliath. Uh, and at this, they all um, jump on their horses, um, and with a, a pretty shrill whistle, um, they immediately take off um, and ride away. And it is now just the four of you, with two horses, a camel, and a Gary Shambly. What is it you'd like to do? Can I see the town from where I am? Uh, at the top of the hill, um, right next to you, um, you would be able to see it now, like far away by the ocean. Then, yeah, but uh, for example, I would be able to see if it had been entirely consumed by fire. Yes, no, it it um, you you see some smokestacks. Uh, it's a little foggy, um, but you're pretty sure you make out, like, the town then, um, down by the ocean itself. But you don't, you don't see, like, giant black smoke. Yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see the calling card of the fire blight. No, you don't. Um, like, well, I suppose we should start heading into town. Does that sound good to everyone? Chicken Vimeris? Yes, sounds awesome. It sounds good to me. What? I don't. What was that noise? I think there's something wrong with that chicken. <laughs> that chicken just coughed, coughed up a hair feather. Yeah, a feather. Oh, gross. Oh. And hey, if we're going to Cliff Mill, we'll be kind of close to my hometown of Diefield. Maybe we could swing by and visit. Because I miss it, I think. I'm. It's not really much... on the way, is it? No, it, it's kind Certainly of. Certainly not on the way. It's further along. Well, who knows? Maybe there will be some friendly travelers from my hometown and Cliff Mill, and I can expect to reconnect with old friends. Yeah, and... I mean, it worked out for me. Yeah. Me yes, that is what I'll expect. Because everything feels fucking fantastic. 
You say those words, but they don't sound like they mean that. Like, they sound like things feel not fucking fantastic. I don't know what to tell you, Storm Snow Queen. Snowstorm Cloud. Snow Snow Queen. Yeah, well, sometimes words are like up and down contraptions in terms of what they mean. Uh, What does that mean? No. I I really think that you're overplaying this hypothetical device. I'm not overplaying shit, Charity. You're underplaying it. This is amazing. And if we run into uh, Wilfred... Whoa. Wilbur... Wilfred Whoa. Whatever her name was. <laughs> Mrs. Wilf... Her name was Wilfred. Wilfred Whoa. strange? Wilfred. Oh, Wilfred. If we run into her, I'm selling her this idea about an up-and-down contraption. I'm not... Isn't she kind of avoiding us because of the whole... Doom Lily and Fire Elementals thing. Didn't she give us the Doom Lily? Kind of. It wasn't a Doom Lily yet, probably. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's died. (laughs) 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 Trying to to think back on that episode, I'm pretty sure, yeah, she's... There were a lot of people there that I guess just died. (laughs) Oh, there were a lot. Yeah. We limited yeah. casualties, but yes, yeah. but limited, not prevented. All right. The gentle sloping hills kind of all recede down toward the sea. Um, and down there is a small, small town of Cliff Mill. Um, it's still a ways away. You can just barely see it. Uh, so it's going to take a little bit of time to get there, but... Is that where you're going? Yes. No, I kind of figured we'd just hang a Yui, maybe go up to see what that war up in North Gaholni is all about. Yes. You can do whatever you want. It's not as if there's a ticking clock or anything. You've told us twice that there's a ticking clock. <laughs> and, and more to the point, I don't remember that. Vimeris has told us that there's a ticking clock. <laughs> True. Now, Chicken Vimeris immediately flies up on top of Gary Shambling. Okie dokie. Away, I guess. All right. As you approach the seaside town of Cliff Mill, um, the rain begins again. A little harder. Does it feel magical? It does not. Fine then. The structures within the town themselves are are a bit difficult to see as a mist obscures your view of many details. Trotting your horses closer, the buildings materialize out of the fog. Thick, thatched roofs and thin lines of ascending dark smoke from chimneys dot the hill that slopes gently toward the green-turning sea. The short stature of the buildings themselves almost make it look like they're sinking into the grayish mud below. The smell of cattle and hops hit you first uh, upon descending the main road into town. The mists seem to congregate around the building and, and cling to the ground, rolling through the streets like carts. Passing by the furthest protruding building, 
you shimmy under a hanging sign carved into wood, and it reads, Cliff Mill. Strange carvings uh, on the posts of the sign catch your eye. And Burbage, you're able to read these. And I'm going to type it to you right now. Hold on. Huh. So Burbage is uh, looking at these. Wait, wait. These are signs carved onto what? Uh, The post. um, The posts on either side of the road that sort of hold the wooden sign up above you as you pass under it. Uh, It's definitely thieves can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. I have read them, and I might um, furrow my brow at them. Yeah. Uh, To your right, you hear the sea uh, crashing ashore, but little else, as if the fog were also dampening the sounds a town should normally make. Through the mist, you suddenly make out that what you had assumed were tall, thin trees... Seeing it now, however, you, you realize that it's a very large ship that sits now in the bay. Its sails raised completely. And the main road into town is peopled sparsely. And as you clop by, you hear windows shut and doors lock. Ahead of you, the buildings part to make room for a, a town square that is currently choked with tents and barrels and people all milling around. Are they cliff milling? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And in the middle of the town square here uh, is a squat well with a winch bucket and barrels are piled up next to it on either side. And it's odd, but it almost feels like the mists are somehow thicker in the square than anywhere else in town. Can I check to see if I think that these mists are natural? Please. Or behaving like in a way that I think mist should? Yeah, give me a nature check. Yeah, are they natural mists or like Sierra mists? Yeah. I don't know why it rolled twice. Also, this is going to be my uh, weekly plug for the cantrip Guidance, which I have on myself standardly. Uh, Guidance, it's an excellent cantrip. If you have it available on your spell list, I seriously recommend taking it. It makes you or your party better at things. Uh, So I'm going to roll my additional d4 from Guidance, uh, and we'll get a 15 on nature, because I don't know why that second one rolled. Okay. Yeah, um, you're you're looking at it. Uh, Vimeris is, is... still checked out just a little bit here he's kind of just looking around and he's kind of staring at the uh at the sea a little bit as you're uh, coming into town i don't think there's any danger of gary shambling like munching on him right no no no. he's not a chicken at the moment oh okay you've slept since then he's still a little hungover but not not a chicken currently uh however you get the sense that this is while not magical per se, it is unnatural mm. fog. So that the fog itself might be the product of a spell. It's actually fog, but it's like a yeah, uh, almost a heavy mist. But but that 
Miss shouldn't yeah. be doing this. Right. It, yeah. 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 I'm just going to kind of look around like, I don't. Something about this is not entirely natural. Yeah. The main road in the town is, is pretty much complete mud at this point. And you um, said that people have been like locking doors and windows as we've been coming in. Yeah. But I can see a bunch of people in the town square. Yeah. 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 Do the people in the they town seem to be moving around a lot, but and do the sort of what do the people in the town square look like as far as I can see? Are they like, Ooh, it's yeah, it's pretty hard. You get the sense that several of them are wearing armor that um, there's not a lot of activity. Um, the ones that are in the town square seem to be taking shelter from the rain and covering up and trying to stoke fires to keep them going. But so, um, so I seem to see some armored people, and I don't see anyone yeah. like trying to hide. No, 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 no. no but they no, also no, don't no. seem to be doing normal town square stuff necessarily. Right? Yeah, you don't get the senses of like an ambush or anything because they're pretty much just out in the rain, and it doesn't feel like they just completely don't see you. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like a market precisely. Not exactly. Yeah, though you definitely see tents and like market stalls set up you don't see people running around buying yeah no jugglers in the streets no nothing something feels strange about this town at the entrance i saw something in thieves count what did on it the say wooden posts it said don't come in here or you'll die i'm just kidding no um, it said riddles in the dark. And Andy, yeah, that, that does that phrase have any meaning to Burbage in terms of like thief code? Uh, nope. You you were pretty sure Vimaris has mentioned it a couple times. Wasn't it? Yeah, like oh, whispers oh, yeah. in the dark or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, and Vimeris even sort of says, "Wasn't there like an organization uh, about riddles?" And he, he starts kind of going through some of his papers. Oh yeah, this is something that. Wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> I like to think that Burbage is saying this all out loud. I mean, so, yeah, and so it has no meaning to Burbage. It might have some meaning to me that I am forgetting, but I do remember it coming up a few times. Like, I I guess, I, if I recall correctly, it is in reference to some kind of, yeah, to, to the organization that hired that, that the most dangerous creature in all of existence <laughs> to, to kill Vimaris's parents, right? Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, cool. Yeah, that means nothing to Burbage. Uh, Vimeris gets kind of stony-eyed uh, and is like, well, let's... We absolutely have to go. In, go into this. Am I into or away from? No, into, into town. Oh, okay. Okay, but you guys, I'm not good at riddles when it's light out. Like, <laughs> if we have to do riddles in the dark, I'm not sure I'm going to be a big help. <laughs> Stormbringer, I don't think it 
means literally that we're going to have to solve riddles. What else would it mean? To be fair, she's also kind of proving why she might not be great at riddles in the dark. That's true. You're better at them during the day, though. Is that what you said? When I can see, I have to be able to see to do things. I can't see at night. Yeah, alright. Well, how about this, guys? I feel weird about this fog-laden town with the words riddles in the dark and the wood posts at the entrance. Um, maybe I should sneak up ahead with my roguelike stealth and just oh, good. check things out. Yeah, I could be a ca- I could be a cat as well. Yeah, Vamaris and I could check it out. The last time the last time we split up half and half with Burbage going ahead, Stormbringer got replaced by a Rakshasa. I did, yeah. Yeah, so watch her better this time. Uh <sighs> In 99 years, when you can read that book, it'll be a good day. (laughs) Wait, which book? Is that the book, the leadership charisma book? Yeah, yeah. Well, Burbage, um, you know, legitimately made the suggestion of him and Vimaris going ahead, but um, that's so he'll just stand there and wait and see what. Just don't go too far. Maybe just listen on the edges. I also want to try something, Andy, like far enough away that it yeah. wouldn't be observable to um, anyone in the square. Uh-huh. And also like not, okay, one, not setting a building on fire, um, but two, not really observable from a building, so not like right by a window or something. I'd like to uh-huh. uh, use create bonfire and see if this mist reacts normally to fire. Like does it, you know, sort of burn off in the area? Okay. So I will do that at whatever point I feel like is most out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you create... <laughs> that's a little big. But like, whoa, you create whoa, like a bonfire, small, not fireball. Small ball. little bonfire uh, in the corner. The uh, the alleys in the, in these this uh, town are very, very narrow. Um, you guys could probably squeeze through them. Um, but they're really meant for halflings, dwarves, it looks like. Um, not quite horses or Gary Shambling. Um, but you do cast the fire rook kind of over here. Uh, and it does, it seems to react normally, uh, with the mist. This seems like, again, kind of natural mist, just from an unnatural source. Okay. Just wanted to confirm. Yeah. And then I'll dismiss the bonfire. Like, yeah, go, go scout ahead. See if you can figure out what's going on in the square, but... Report back quickly if it's going to be something bad, and it's almost always something bad. I'd rather we were all together. Sure, no doubt. But don't worry, we'll stay within message cantrip range. I think. Right? That's pretty long range. Yeah. Uh, and you've you've gotten used to um, putting the necklace around the cat then as well, um, so that he can... Uh, Communicate. Yeah, you could you could message all the way into like the very center of the square. Yeah. Um. So, Andy. Yeah. Is Cliff Mill a halfling village? Uh, it's it's mostly halflings and dwarves. It's, um, in in Bovelia, it's one of these what's called squat villages, um, where shorter folk tend to reside. Gotcha. And Burbage presumably would know that. He would have heard yeah. about Cliff Mill. Okay. 
All right, yeah, then um, I'll, I'd say, yeah, Burbage and uh, Vimeris Cat will uh, go on ahead as stealthily as possible in the fog. Go ahead and give me a stealth check then, Burbage. Sixteen. All right. Uh, Feel free to move where you'd like. You feel pretty stealthy. So yeah, um, I would come up along the side here only far enough until I can make out some kind of relevant details. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you also kind of notice a little something about Vimeris. He, he seems, as you've approached Cliff Mill, he seemed to have got even quieter and even more stoic a, a little bit. And now that, now that you're here, he does seem a little bit more focused on something. And while while Vimeris has always been kind of intense, this does seem like kind of a step up. Um, and especially you, Burbage, recognize this as being really close to him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Burbage understands that, that life can just be that way, you know, with the ups and downs. So, <laughs> yeah. He'll note so that. So, Burbage. But... Yeah. 100%. Uh, so, you get uh, on the outskirts of this town square. Um, and you do see people kind of milling around. Uh, you're able to make out more of this. They're, most of the people you see are tall folk, um, and they are armed. Um, and you you do see a few people like pointing uh, that have arrows in their bows, like already ready. Um, but no one with like a melee weapon has a weapon drawn. Uh, and they're no one's really talking. They're all just kind of sitting around, almost like waiting. Where are the... So so people with bows and arrows, like, have them... Yeah. Like, like arrows ready to shoot? Are they knocked or yeah. are they drawn? They're not, they're not, like, cocked. They're just, like, resting in the bow itself. Yes, that's knocked. Knocked. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Knocked. So not, like, stretched back ready to, right. like, to loose. Not like cocked. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, could you say that word just one more time? No. Okay. <laughs> just wondering. Um, you nasty. <laughs> and you said most of the people here in the square are tall people. Uh, yeah, every one of them that you see, actually. And that would be notable and strange to Burbage, correct? It would a little bit, yeah. I will, yeah, I'll definitely convey that information to Charity via message cantrip. Uh, you'll, <clears throat> in my response, uh, you're going to hear, which way are the archers facing? Yeah, that I was going to ask that too. Well, I was going to ask like what they were aiming their bows at, but it sounds like, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just going to have it down ready, but just they're not aiming at anything at the moment. Are they looking um, at though, all in the they're all facing toward the center toward the well kind of yeah kind of toward the well uh, a little bit toward each other as well like if they're all sort of looking at each other a little bit does that make sense which which converges kind of in the middle gotcha yeah i'll convey that to charity also oh good well 
I suppose that the hope that there would be nothing magically wrong with this town was always a foolish one. Vamaris relays back to you. Um, there's a few uh, fire blight cultists here. God damn it. Uh, oh, wait. the Just the ones that worship it. But, yeah, the cultists. People. The idiots. Okay, the yeah. The idiots. Shit. Um, so, yeah, Vamaris went in a bit further, huh? I'll go ahead and sneak along this wall behind these tents. Okay. And see if I can get a vantage point on anything else that's useful. Uh, Like, do I do I yeah. see the cultists that Vamaris is referring to? You do across the square from you. Uh, and you also now notice um, what looks to be kind of large piles of, like, wood, um, sort of crossbeams, uh, like, makeshift barricades. They're not really blocking, they're just sort of in the middle of the square a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Charity. Yes? Charity, are you there? Oh, hello. Hi. Um, okay, so... One, there are fire blight cultists here. And two, there are two large barricade-like piles of wood in the center of the town. I wonder what the wood could be for. Or are they trying to... Oh, you see three piles of wood, yeah. Oh, I just saw a third one. There's three. Barricade just sort of sneak up on you there. Um, <clears throat> Look, it's really foggy, all right? Yeah, Give me a break. <laughs> Do the barricades seem like they might be focused on stopping something that would be coming out of the well? I... Andy, I don't think so. But maybe? Um, I mean, they're facing... It's hard to say if they're facing the well or, like, the other groups. Because you definitely see that there are kind of, like, three major distinct groups now. Oh. Like, all with different kinds of tents. Like, all with sort of different uh, dress. Um, the people really close to you are all drow. Um, the people uh, over here are all dressed in black. Uh, there's some cultists uh, and acolytes up here. Um yeah, there's a really heavy dude this still kind of wandering around um, over here. You definitely oh. three see kind of three different groups specifically. All right, yeah, okay. Then that I might have misread the situation. I'll, I'll convey that to charity. Like it seems like does it seem to Burbage that these three groups seem to be in some kind of showdown? With one another. Um, give me an insight check. Opening up the character sheet. <laughs> Sixteen. Uh yeah, they all they all seem defensive, though like bored. Does that make sense? Like, if this is a standoff, it's been going on a while. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, 
Berber just gonna keep on sneaking along this wall down uh, to this corner, if possible. There's a person um, that's kind of been sitting right inside the flap of the tent that now sort of stands up very quickly. Uh, and he says, Who goes there? Show yourself. You one of the townies? Or you're sneaking up behind us. Uh, I want to find a hiding place, Andy. Okay. I want to hide somewhere. <laughs> okay. Get, well, tell me where you'd like to hide and then give me a stealth roll. I want you to... You right next to a cart. Uh, there's kind of like a small little shop with like large umbrellas um, that has several tables right next to you over here. What's underneath those umbrellas? Uh, just some tables full of like merchandise and stuff, it looks like. And what's in this cart that I'm by? Uh, you don't necessarily have time to look. It's a little taller than you. I mean, you could, but then you're pretty sure this guy will absolutely see you. And, and okay, and was there any kind of back entrance to this tent that he was at? Uh, not really from where you're positioned now, kind of behind the cart. Okay, all right. Well, then I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna hide under the cart. Okay. Give me a stealth check, please. Stealth check. All right. Fifteen. All right. So you, uh, you get pretty under that cart. Uh, he kind of rushes around behind it uh, and is looking around and uh, kind of slowly moves back. Uh, and you hear, um, do you speak under common at all? No, why would I speak under common? I don't, I don't just think I maybe Vimeris taught you some. I don't know. Then yes, Vimeris taught me under common. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. At all. <laughs> uh, so he goes back and he kind of says something in under common, kind of forcefully. Um, and then this guy was the one with the arrow. Uh, and then and then steps forward uh, and starts sort of shouting, "Hey, hey, what's what is it? What's going on?" Um, and then a couple more people sort of step up, uh, and every everyone gets really tense for a second. Weapons are drawn, and everyone's sort of again facing um, kind of the middle of this this place. Uh, and they're saying, "No shenanigans! No shenanigans! Huh? Huh? No, no, no one try anything." Can can, can we? I assume that Stormbringer and I can hear this. Yes, definitely. I'm just gonna look at who do you think set that off, Maris or Burbage? Probably both. Should we head in? It kind of tips the hand when we have four mounts and two people. So I say we hold on a minute longer. If we hear actual fighting, well, the square should fit a fireball nicely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Burbage, you are hidden for the moment, you think. Uh, he didn't seem to see you. Or saw something and then... Um, thought that it might have been one of the other groups doing something, so you're not exactly sure. Everyone yeah, seems yeah. more on alert, though, now, and very tense. And um, Now you see, actually, the people with the arrows are are aiming at the well. So oh, They're not only... actually aiming anywhere else. They're looking does... at the other groups, but aiming at the well. Does only one group have arrows? Oh, no, every... Uh, two... 
two groups have actual arrows with bows, and then this guy has a crossbow with bolts. So, across all three groups, anybody with an arrow has it aiming at the well. Yeah, aimed at the well. And that did they just do that? In response to the sh- like no shenanigans, exactly. Moment. Yeah. Everyone who thought something might have been up immediately started aiming at the well. Yeah, I'll convey that information to Charity if I'm still within range. I believe you are, um, Charity. I think there's something going on with this well. It does seem like it might be the source of the mist and. Why would we ever go to a town that was a nice place? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, Wait, I'm gonna... Uh, Vimeris starts kind of interrupting everyone. There's like a banner wrapped around um, the well. Can you see what it is, Burbage? Can I see it? Give me a perception check. Perception check. Perception check. I mean, I, th- I think I know what it looks like. I just need confirmation. 19. Burbage, uh, it is a rather large banner cloth wrapped entirely around the well um, with a uh, it's like a black cloth with a pale spider on it. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going. Um, uh, wait, the Maris, what, what are you to, what, going where? What's it doing? <laughs> Stop. We're here for the plant. I'm going to I'm looking for the plant. That's Burbage's. All right. Uh, Who are right we? Now. He's gonna... You're pretty sure the cat just jumped in the well. I saw Vimeris jump into the well. Yeah, he leaped off one of the uh, uh, barrels and slipped inside the well. And remind me, um, this is both for me and I. I mean, and Burbage, I guess. What? What is? What would Burbage's understanding of the connection between Riddles in the Dark and the Pale Spider be? The pale spider is is like in from his vision, yeah. Uh, yes, that was the first time you heard of it. The second time you heard of it was uh, in the Federo postings. They were looking for more information on what they called a terrorist organization called the Pale Spiders. And then I think most recently, he had said to us that uh, Vermeers had said to us that the spider was Pongway. Right, right. Yeah, that's what he believed. And the cloth has the image of the pale spider on it. It does. Right. Um, okay. Well, Burbage will take a moment to um, be kind of, I guess, um, flabbergasted at Vimaris jumping into the well. Um, Charity, I'm pretty sure Vimaris just jumped into the well. Uh, you just get back a lot of it. you just have a, a lot of cursing coming back in Infernal I think I think he went in because the, it says it has the image of the pale spider and the cloth around the well so just so you know I'm looking for the plant Barzak to Halhath was that Infernal cursing? yes um, you, oh wait did you learn actual Infernal? <laughs> You say learn like I wasn't born knowing it. Um, Well, all right. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. 
For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.